You can change your mind about pretty much anything, even anxiety, just so long as it's open to being changed. Join me on today's show and find out more as we go into Worry-Free Wednesday. Thanks for joining me on the show today and a special thanks to everyone that joined me on the webinar last week. I really appreciate you turning up and anyone that missed it, don't worry, I'm going to be offering it again very soon. I'll open up that registration so you can go in and go through all those lessons and learnings just as soon as we've got rid of all the kinks that we discovered in that first trial event. So stay tuned to that. And if you want to put your name on the waiting list for the next time it opens up, go to takingchargeofchange.com and add your name to that wait list there. You're also going to get a free meditation that you can download just to say thanks for registering. Now on today's show, we're going to be looking at how you can change your mind about things. And because you're the one in control and it's your mind, you always have the possibility of changing it. But you have to learn how to open your mind. And that's really going to be the topic of today's show. Probably one of the worst kind of anxieties that someone can experience is agoraphobia. The fear of the outdoors or the open spaces or the market space, quite literally speaking. It's not really that those things themselves are very threatening, it's that someone that has dizzy spells, like my dad used to call them, or panic attacks, starts to get worried about having them outside in public. So the idea of being outside and vulnerable to a panic attack starts to be a frightening prospect that they convince themselves they're better off staying inside to avoid. Now, I don't know how you've been feeling about the lockdowns that have been imposed since we all started going through this wonderful COVID crisis. But if you're like most people, even though you get to stay safe and do your part, you also get to suffer from boredom and being restricted within four walls. It's not much of a life to live inside of a bubble. You don't get to meet many people and you don't get to do very much, apart from stay so safe that you're not really living. It's like I say and keep on saying, there's always at least two sides to everything in a three-dimensional universe. And so there's a downside to every upside and an upside to every downside. So even the people that lock themselves in and stay safe away from everyone else gets to feel the pain of not having connection, not being socially integrated into their society, not having support structures and people that are there for them. So given that everything has a possible negative connotation or consequence to it, it really does take an open mind and an amount of vulnerability to be able to venture into the unknown, the other side of the coin, as it were, for whatever it is you're worrying about. It could be good to stay inside, but then you're not going to meet people or do very much, and that could be a worse problem. There is always a trade-off, but our way of thinking can become habitual. In other words, automatic. Our past learnings become automatic understandings. And we have to be open to changing these understandings or else whatever we believe is going to continue to be our belief. Now, it's not immediately obvious to everyone that you can't go from I don't believe something to I do believe something very easily if you're the only person attempting to change your beliefs. You might get stuck in your automatic beliefs and feel that there really is a real strong belief and that trying to change your mind is crazy because you don't really believe the thing you're trying to convince yourself of. And so you can get stuck in this catch-22 situation, this rock and hard place where you can't really just change your mind because you want to. So what's the secret? Well, you've actually been exposed to the secret numerous times if you've been following the show. And today will be no different. And so what is that secret, you wonder? Well, it's as simple as this. 
just like you can't slam your car into reverse while you're going fast on the highway because it will probably explode and eject you out like a game of buckaroo. Obviously, if you're going to drastically change directions, whether mental or physical, you're going to have to come to a stop or find a neutral place so you can go from one gear to the next or from forward into reverse or from thinking one thing to believing another thing. And that's kind of how the meditations have been working for you, helping you get into a neutral state of mind using your breathing and your posture so that you can open your mind to perceiving things differently. I can't really force you to open your mind if you don't want to, although I could use curiosity or shock value to try to accomplish that task without you really being in agreement. But my preference is to let you know it's going to happen and then to invite you along for the journey. I'm not looking to force anyone to change their mind about anything. But if you're open to changing and you allow yourself to kind of tiptoe into the water, you don't have to dive in up to your neck, but you can just gradually go into the water and let yourself acclimatize to the changing circumstances around you and the changing beliefs that are going through your mind as you sit in neutral and ponder. Kind of like in a beginner's mindset as if you're open to learning something you could have been wrong about or didn't know anything about in the first place. And just like children learn from stories, and so do adults, let's face it, movies, soap opera, the news, all stories, we continue to learn through stories. And so stories are another way to guide us down a path and lead us to a different thought outcome than our habits would lead us to believe. But only if you're engaged and paying attention. It's like I say, Comedians have the power to make you laugh, but not if you're texting on your phone, not paying attention to their jokes, and not really engaged in their performance. But if you are, they can warm you up and get you into the giggles so badly that all they have to do is look at you weirdly and you start cracking up again. That's a lot of power for someone to have. But even though they've got the control, they can't force you to give it to them. They can tickle you, encourage you, shock you, create curiosity by using an odd story, try to engage your attention and then lead you down the path of extreme laughter. And let's be honest, that's a really out of control feeling to not be able to stop giggling or laughing. I don't know if you ever sat at the back of the classroom in school sharing a private joke with one of your friends, desperately trying not to laugh because the teacher would tell you off, give you the cane or send you out. It gets harder and harder and harder to control your laughing, but come on, you do always have the control. If you could stop reminding yourself of the giggly thing, if you could stop repeating that joke inside your head, if you could let yourself laugh instead of forcing yourself not to, you'd probably find out that you could get over it very quickly. And today I'm suggesting that social anxiety is very similar. If you can simply stop focusing on the things that cause you fear and concern and focus on grounding, your breathing, feeling safe and secure, you can start to change the response your body gives you. In fact, rather than thinking that you can't do something or that you have to do something, why don't you start thinking that you get to do something, that it's your choice to do something, that you're using your own agency, your own sense of control to simply surrender to something, like laughing, or like enjoying yourself more. Now before we get into today's meditation, which is teaching you to have that open mind and to think about the things that you want to change while it's open, I just want to discuss what you should be doing inside of your head when you're engaged in a meditation. My hope is that you'd be thinking about the words that are offered you or possibly repeating them. 
imagining what suggested that you imagine. What you shouldn't be doing is having a private dialogue with yourself, tensing, resisting the thoughts and suggestions, finding it difficult to imagine the positive things and continuing to imagine negative things that harass your mind. In essence, you have to be open to being guided by someone to wherever they suggest you go, rather than remaining in control and resisting all the suggestions and really missing out on the benefits that might come from that guidance. So in a moment, if it's appropriate for you to close your eyes and sit safely, oblivious to the outside world for a moment, really focused on your inner world and the words I offer you, I'm going to ask you to really focus on what I say today and, and to simply drop any conversation that might start up automatically in your head, not on purpose, but just kind of out of habit. Well, let me help you encourage a new habit to form. Now, if it's not safe and appropriate for you to close your eyes right now, then I want you to come back and do this later and probably switch this off so you don't accidentally find yourself in some meditative trance by accident. And for everyone else, I want you to put your feet flat on the floor and just put your back up against the back of the chair. Feel that support of the structure of the chair and the soft cushioning, hopefully. And then simply take a deep breath and close your eyes and follow the pathway of your breathing. Notice how your breath possibly warms or becomes more moist on the exhale than the inhale. And see if you can slow down that exhale so you can really focus on the difference. And as you do that, simply imagine all the muscle groups in your body relaxing from the top of your head down through your shoulders and chest and stomach relaxing your hips and legs and even your feet and toes. It gets easier and easier to relax faster and faster and more efficiently the more you do it. But as you relax now to the degree possible for you in this moment, using your breathing and your physical body, musculature and posture to simply let go, you can begin drifting and floating in a wonderful, blissful state of neutrality. And in this neutrality, this neutral state, maybe anything is possible to let go of. Imagine taking all of your residual anxiety and the memories of it and placing them all in a big garbage bag that you simply imagine swinging around your head and throwing into a void, possibly burned up by the sun so it's gone. What does it feel like? when your anxiety's gone. Now, some of you are probably racing to find it right now, but whoa, 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 call your boots, relax. It's okay, it's just a thought experiment, and it's possible to think anything, and it's possible to think nothing. Imagine all your thoughts disappearing, like clouds disappearing and leaving a blue sky. Imagine sitting down under that clear blue sky and beginning to meditate. How wonderful does it feel to have no concerns and to feel absolutely safe and blissful in a neutral state. Now if any thoughts occur or appear, simply imagine them blowing away like clouds disappearing in that blue, blue sky. Imagine how good it feels to disengage from those concerns. And if those concerns pop into your mind, simply imagine making them disappear softly and easily. Don't fight them, just imagine them dissolving and disappearing and return to that beautiful blue, 
clear sky. You might enjoy remaining here in this neutral place for a little while. So I'm going to let the music play for a little while and I want you to just let go of thoughts and continue finding that neutral place. A place without dialogue or narrative. A place where you don't talk to yourself. A place where you don't imagine anything. A place where you simply imagine being. Being safe. Being in control. Being open to enjoying just being. And there's nothing you need to do here. You can simply be. how nice it is to have this neutral feeling, keeping your mind in between the rock and the hard place. And if I've just triggered your thoughts of hard places and rocks, simply let go of that now and simply be you, meditating. And if those clouds, dark or bright, come floating into your sight, simply blow them away again and return to simply being. And just like a pleasant night's sleep can be reviving, recharging and rejuvenating, taking time out from your day to simply unburden yourself from concerns and enjoy being for a while can be a wonderful break for you to enjoy that enables you to sustain your life more effectively because you let yourself unload, discharge and simply enjoy being for a while. And as I bring this short while to a close in a moment and invite you back to waking awareness, I want you to take the opportunity to imagine coming back from your meditation and bringing with you some information or a decision that you've realized or made while you were sitting pondering nothing, essentially. Maybe you've realized that you don't have to engage with worrying thoughts, you can recognize them and let go of them. Or maybe you've had no realization, but you've enjoyed a few moments of calmness and clarity. We really are all different. And so respecting who you are is going to help you enjoy you and your life more than if you were fighting with it or trying to return it for a refund. You only get one life to consciously enjoy, so you might as well make it enjoyable. And with that, and any decision that you've made, I want you to come back now using your breathing and start to engage the muscles in your body, wiggle your fingers and toes, Breathe your way back to waking awareness and open your eyes to today and what you'll do differently to change your mind into the most conducive mindset for you. 
and I'll see you next week on the show when together we're going to be looking at how to alter your responses and I may have another announcement for you. So tune in next week and let's find out what happens. I love it when people like or share the show. It means a lot to me to have so many people following along and to have you as one of them is amazing. Keep your mind open to positive things this week and above all, stay confident. Worry-free Wednesday